0: Run, Kabbalah! Oh! oh ho, ho, ho. Jump! Run from the cops, Kabbalah! Ooh! Oh, they got oh, her with the wolf blasting! Okay, she's- Nice! A, oh, she, oh, the drone! She- Nice, whoa.
1: Peter Parker style. She and Peter are gonna get along so well. How did you know she was there? How do you- what?
0: Whoa! What? Like to be my mom. <gasps> Wait a minute! <laughs> wow, Just no, bro. Bro, That's bro, disgusting! Bro, why you hitting on her? Oh my God, there bro. has to be something going on there, because like, my God, what? What? Oh no! Oh, Rouse. poor Gamala! <laughs>
1: you <laughs> joked he was your cousin, he actually is! Oh, Cousin Skeet, Skeet, Skeeter. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to New Rockstars. Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan just woke up to the disturbing truth that sometimes your great-grandmother from your missions is the same woman as your crush's
0: mama. Is Kamala in love with her grand-uncle? <laughs> what, what is going what on? What is going on? What is going on right now, man? I don't know. <laughs> this is
1: Inside Marvel. It's New Rockstars' official after show for Ms. Marvel on Disney Plus. I'm Eric Boss My Easter egg breakdown of this episode is coming later today. Right now, to discuss this episode with me is MT. MT, how are you feeling? Are you are you hanging in there after this? Bro, insane we Disney? need to
0: talk to the aunties right now because yes. I need explanation, I need answers. And the Illuminati's know um, everything. It, yes, they know everything. <laughs> I feel like they
1: are smarter and know more about how things really work than the 838 Illuminati. I think that's for sure, right? You <laughs> can't kill these Illuminati's. <laughs> trying to get Wanda Maximoff to take apart these Illuminantes and she's not going to stay the chance.
0: Seriously, I want the post scene of this series to be Mordo. (laughs) she just be like, hello, Illuminantes. I have five available chairs.
1: (laughs) And they're just like, six, we don't need you. Get out of here. Get out of (laughs) here. Get out of here, Mordo. I want them to be in charge. I mean, I know they're conspiracy theorists, but so is the uh, Illuminati. Like they don't know, Mm they don't know shit, right? (laughs) The Illuminati's full of liars. Why not these ladies? They they got it under control. All right, let's let's quickly recap what happened this episode. So uh, Kamala tests out her powers with Bruno, and they discover some cryptic writing on the bangle. Uh, mm. Might be Arabic, might be Urdu. Uh, I love how uh, Kamala knows the language of Urdu spoken, but she's not as much of a student like uh, the, what's it the pious boys of the of the Muslim community in Jersey City. She can't read <laughs> it. It's just like it's some cryptic <laughs> writing that could be anything, really. Uh, I assume we'll find right. out soon. Uh, but we get this interesting line from Bruno's insane biometric tech. Let's just, you know, mm. overlook that for a second. The guy has, like, <laughs> biometric scanners from his tablet of, like, being able to read her DNA.
0: Just this casually. guy doesn't need to go to Caltech.
1: <laughs> this guy needs to be, uh, like, running, you know, everything. He needs, sh- he needs to be a professor at Honda Caltech. What the heck? To be partnering with Shuri to build new uh, Vibranium tech because this guy, yeah. Yes. is now in the top three smartest uh, engineers in the MCU, I, I think. But he's able to determine that this hard light is coming from within her. A bit of a cheesy line, I gotta say. It's coming from inside you. Even the editing of that scene is like, eh, on on? <laughs> it's, it's like- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yes, the bangle is unlocking a power that is in her DNA which is a very, very, very important, right? It's not just coming from the Bengals, it's coming from within her. Uh, but Kamala and Nakia uh, attend some mosque services where Nakia decides to run for the board to improve the conditions for the women's facilities. Woo! of the Democracy. Go for it, Nakia. I have some questions about like, what is, is this subplot just like part of the, the YA genre, the coming of age? That's kind of what it feels like to me. I'm not going to read into this any more than that. It's wonderful to watch to get to know this community and how they operate and and I'm all on board for it, but I'm not going to say like, is she actually a Skrull? Is she actually going to be part <laughs> of a, the GRC at some point? No, not interested. I just like it for what it is, to be honest with you.
0: I love Nakia. She's a great character. She's and so a great, friend. great.
1: Like, what a wonderful friend. Uh, and like, she is just as immature as Kamala is, but like also wise beyond her years and you just want to see her succeed. And when we see them at uh, Zoe's party, it's just we get this great like Scott Pilgrim meets Fast Times at Richmond High moment with (laughs) diving in the pool, getting out of the pool. Bruno, Mm -hmm. man, my eyes are on Bruno this whole scene because I'm like, Bruno, (laughs) I've been there, I've been there, my friend,
0: bro. Mm -mm -mm. Like I.
1: I never had abs my entire life, but at some <laughs> point, some kids in high school, some of these guys just like hit their growth spurt at the right time and are just like, just have a swimmer's body or some kind of athlete's body. And they never did anything. Some of these kids, they just had abs. They were skinny enough and had abs. I never had abs. I had Me little uh, sugar cookie plump rolls. That's all I've had my entire <laughs> life. So like, I, I remember feeling that like, how did these kids just mm-hmm. actually look like?
0: seriously like why are you here why don't you just be a model somewhere get out of here yeah yeah get out of here get out of jersey city we wear
1: layers here it's freezing out why do you have to take your shirt off ah! Ah! bruno and of course bruno's a little stinker too he's like she crashed her car i like this movie too get in the backseat bruno this is about you right now i get it i feel you but it's not about you you should have tried it's harder on bruno you should have. You should have tried harder. But it's not. It's okay. Bruno, go over to Caltech, man. Go to Caltech. Mm-hmm.
0: You know she left your gloves in the bathroom. She don't care about you that much, Bruno. Go to Caltech, it, but. that's right
1: that's right the cops show up bust the party so they flee with cameron he's got his nice car they talk about some bollywood films bruno's pretending he likes Mm. the bollywood films he's just heard of them he's probably read the imdb titles and thinks he's an expert now (laughs) no sorry man this is about you um my favorite moment this episode kamala going home dancing with delight to the ronettes be my baby like this mm. is like the kind of shit we need to see more of in the MCU. Just like people <laughs> geeking out. This is why I love Disney Plus series cuz we get these story beats where these characters just get to dance around their house with goofy lights. Yes. And we get these needle it's drops. The it's it's such a wonderful <laughs> moment. And like this is something I used to do as a kid. I would literally put on music and just dance around. I mean, for me, it was usually like show tunes in in Disney soundtracks. Like I put on mm. uh, 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 Phil Collins' Tarzan soundtrack, and I would bro just the best that. soundtrack Look of her. all
0: time. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Class, you I got class here. Please show you me. Show and I would just dance me. around my bedroom. I would jump
1: like on my bed, my head would hit the fan, <laughs> and then I'd lay on the <laughs> ground and cry. Um, that was that was high school for me.
0: That was high school for me. Um, I would, uh, I love to sing along to Randy Newman uh, from uh, the soundtrack to Toy Story. Strange things are happening to me. That was puberty. Uh, that was the that was, that was soundtrack to puberty. And uh, I'll No more. Mo. No more. No. The most depressing song of all time. <laughs> I'm thinking oh this my God. just be the rest of the show. You and I
1: just <laughs> singing the goofy <laughs> shit that we sang when we were kids. <laughs> 45 minutes of this, please. Every week. (laughs) Inside Disney songs. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact about the Ronettes be my baby, Ronnie Spector abused horribly by Phil Spector, who's a psycho who's now in jail because he loves playing Russian roulette. Oh, it's amazing what? she was able to get out of that That guy is crazy Mr. Wallace Sound, Phil Spector Behind some of the best uh, 60s songs that you've ever heard Including Be My Baby Credited on this episode of Miss Marvel He's a criminal and a psycho Who, who oh, no. uh, killed a future wife uh, Killed, whatever He went to jail for it Whatever, he's convicted now But zzz, now you pull the trigger <laughs> Bang, she died he did it. This guy's nuts. Ronnie Spector, you can hear the pain in her voice when she sings her songs because that's what she went home to every night. Yikes. Jeez. But that's the truth. There's always a dark truth. Never never uh, Google your heroes. Well, I'll just say that. Never do it. Or meet them. <laughs> Great artist, bad person. Anywho, <laughs> this, uh, you know, wonderful uh, coming of age tale uh, manifests in mm. this hilarious way of the hard light glowing like a zit on Kamala's nose. Yes. You get this great moment of just like her handing her a tampon in the in the bathroom. Just this great euphoria heart to heart. But unlike euphoria, right. it's just it's just wholesome and not like the people trying to kill each other. I, uh, yes, between this show and Euphoria, like, high school is now the present for me. It was buried in Bro, the past. I, back in the I
0: never went to public high school, so, like, shows like Euphoria and this are, like, my only windows into public school. So, I'm just like, wow, was it this extreme? Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, it was extreme. It was extreme, and they used crazy lighting and transitions in the background. You just hear echoing through the halls.
0: I believe it. And then everyone was like a smoke show. Everyone was that. I believe it. Um, I My only look into a public school was uh, Zoe 101 for the longest time. Um, I was like, oh, my God. Great. Those kids are living that, large. That's wholesome. <laughs> that is wholesome. That's what it should be. Uh,
1: that in uh, Degrassi Next Generation. Anyway. Okay, so Bruno gets accepted to Caltech. Uh, but Kamala just blows him off. Um, doesn't want to do another training session. She's good. I don't need mm-hmm. to be a superhero. There's a cute boy who wants to drive me around and he might be related to me. It's like, not hot enough, Bruno. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about you. She and Cameron talk about some Bollywood stars. I heard Kingo get dropped there, a uh, famous Eternals <laughs> Bollywood superstar. And then her brother Amir and his uh, fiance spot them. They pretend, mm. Kamala does, that like Cameron is a cousin. Oh, <laughs> how right you are. So then we get this amazing scene over dinner. Yusuf and Maniba talk about some family history. And this is a they do this a lot in movies where the family has like the family stories that they tell, but it's totally forced exposition. They do this in Back to the Future where it's like, <laughs> had it not been for him, we never would have fallen in love. Like these things, it's just like, oh, so this is actually important, but it sounds like how about UMT? My family never really to legend, but I understand that families have stories like this. I I I'm not criticizing this. I love this in movies because you gotta force in. You kind of pours in some exposition somehow. And I just like seeing families kind of tell each other stories.
0: Uh, it's Oh, yeah. I do like a good family story. Like, my family wasn't, like, super, super, like, close growing up. So, like, whenever I see, like, little family stories where, like, family's getting along, which is one of my favorite parts of the show, is just seeing Kamala's family just be a family unit. I'm like, wow, this is so wholesome. And, like, your dad's amazing. Your mom's, like you know strict but she cares about you i'm just like ah, it's just i don't know this is nice so i do i did like that moment but it is it did feel like all right you got to remember this for later wink wink um yeah. sort of moment so yeah, yeah I you're but
1: we learned about muniba's mother and her grandmother a little bit during the part during the partition between india and pakistan absolutely look into that history because it's heartbreaking what happened and i love that they straight up said like uh, Great Britain left us with a mess because that is what happened. You know, the Indians of Continent was a British colony. And then there was a separation in uh, 1947. Great Britain left and then all of society and the military, the government, everything got divided on religious and ethnic lines. And it just displaced millions of people. And there's all this ethnic violence where... Hindus and, and Muslims were just killing each other, and it's all just because Britain just left. It. I mean, it's just like a classic example of like why colonization is bad because it force it gives people uh, the opportunity to hate each other rather than just like evolving on their natural course of those societies getting to know each other. It forces one side to have more power than they would have otherwise had, and then people are just cruel to each other.
0: And this is why Shuri called Ross a colonizer in Black Panther. <laughs> All of that colonizing history. It's (laughs) a
1: mess. And I'm glad that they brought it up. I really, really love that they are grounding uh, Kamala Khan's family history in that history. And that's tied to exactly how Powers ended up in her bloodline. Um, They don't spell it out yet, though. All we know so far is that somehow her grandmother, Sana, a.k.a. Hernani, was able to make it back home to her father after a, a, a train station separation by, qua- by following, quote, a trail of stars. Mm, what does that mean? Kamala's bangle at this point invokes a vision of a female ancestor, uh, and then afterwards Kamala calls Nani and confirms that the bangle belonged to Aisha. That was the name of the great-grandmother, mm. the start of the family curse, according to Muniba and the Illuminantes. Uh, so at this Eid festival, uh, Kamala chats with the gossipy Illuminantes... This absolutely would be the group I would be hanging out with at this festival, too. <laughs> I would just sit in the corner, just listen to their gossip, and just, like, yeah, you know, like, drop the anything.
0: tea, auntie, let's go. <laughs> yeah.
1: They're They're amazing. I love these women so much. They tell Kamala that Aisha brought a curse to the family. Uh, mm. Some people called her a snake, that she might have had a second family, that she might have killed a man. I oh think all these things are true. I think all these things are true. Uh, I, and
0: then I think that she left the planet and then became the Aisha on the Sovereign Planet. <laughs> the evil Aisha. <laughs> the very same. <laughs> empty. Very, it's an origin
1: story. <laughs> <laughs> story. While this is all happening, DODC agents Cleary and Deaver interrogate Zoe, reveal a bit of racial mm. profiling in their investigation. Even if Cleary seems hesitant, he's still just like, we'll yeah. be respectful. But like, dude, dude. Dude, he's still going like, hey, <laughs> shut your racist mouth and get out of here.
0: He was like a classic racist partner move. It's like he's just used to her being racist. Like, all right, yeah, just like, don't hurt uh, anybody yeah, at the yeah. boss, please.
1: <laughs> he seems exhausted. I think it was said that he's probably going to say something at some point this season would be my expectation. Mm-hmm. But I guess we'll see. So Kamala saves some dopey kid from scaffolding. Uh, but another vision from her ancestor causes her hard light to flicker out. The kid falls, mm. hurts his ankle. I already know it's my ankle that's broken. MT, if you've ever hurt your ankle, do you know at that point, seconds later, that you hurt your ankle? Oh my! Oh my! My tibia! My oh ankle.
0: my clavicle! <laughs> oh my! My tibia! There reminds me of like oh. back in the day at Nickelodeon shows, they'd be like, "My spleen!" <laughs> it's like, how do, you <laughs> <know>? <laughs> how do you know? How do you know?
1: How oh, do you know? I can feel everything! I know everything! I can isolate each part of my body! Oh, she's a villain! She doesn't take a can of me! Turn against her, everyone! Deaver shows up with some familiar-looking drones. Looks like those might have been modded mm. from some Stark drones, confiscated during Spider-Man No Way Home. They also have some interesting handheld weapons that look like some uh, some Hulk propellers. So, you know, we've seen those from some Star Tech before. Um, they try to detain mm-hmm. Kamala, but she's like, no, smash smash And then she uh, hops off the car. <laughs> she kind of hurts herself, but she's able to get past it. What a bad Badass. Comrade shows up at just the right time. And then uh, Kamala's vision woman sits in the back seat saying, I've been waiting a very long time to meet you. Kamala says, that's mm. my mom. And Kamala looks freaked out, puking in her mouth a little bit. And we got to black. <laughs> Look at some, some questions. Does Kamala yeah. and Kamran have? do they have a familial relationship? Who exactly is this woman? If she is an ancestor, why has she not aged? If Kamran is related to Kamala, and if he knows that, why was he hitting on her? Kamran, what are you doing?
0: Hey man, Game of Thrones changed everyone are <laughs> <laughs> right, and normalize things. That should be normalized. No, 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 no.
1: We're going to clear it up for you. Uh, but first head on over to new Check out our latest obsession shirt, Cosmic Daydream, inspired by the Miss Marvel series. Like all of our latest obsession designs, this shirt is a limited edition. So once it is gone, it will be harder to get them Kamala Khan's driver's license. And when you purchase this shirt, you'll get the opportunity to unlock some, uh, custom shout outs that will appear right here on Inside Marvel. Let's see. We got Alyssa saying, could Miss Marvel's bangle have the same type of origin as the 10
0: rings? Love you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, MT, you speculated that. Yeah. Possible. Yeah, I honestly feel like the ten rings and the bangles could have come from the same co- comet or meteor, rather that uh, the vibranium came from in Wakanda. So maybe um I think that there's definitely a link there. But what do you think?
1: Uh, yeah, I I think it's possible. I just think like uh, I feel like the writers' rooms and the producers are just a bit siloed on these different properties, and I uh think the origin of them. I would just be surprised if they linked it to Shang Chi in particular. It seems like they're linking in other directions. But who knows? Uh, I think it's I think it's possible. Um, I just think, like, I always default to whatever the term is in the comics. So I would say the Ten Rings are McLuhan tech, and I just think right. Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan, is Kree tech. Uh, but mm. I, don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Nicholas asks, if the Inhumans were introduced to the MCU, wouldn't they have to sign the Sokovia Accords? Yeah, I think the Sokovia Accords are still in effect. So legally, yeah, every enhanced yeah. individual I think is going to be required to. It's just like I don't know. Did uh, Sam Wilson and Bucky eventually sign the Sokovia Accords? I guess that was part of their terms of their uh, of their legal agreement with the government. Um, but we just don't know for sure if they signed the Sokovia Accords. We just know that those are still the law of the land.
0: Yeah, I think that. So I don't know if the humans would be under it. Like the humans of um, Attilan or Adelan, however you pronounce it, probably wouldn't be part of the Sokovia Accords because they're not a part of the United Nations. But, like, in humans in, like, America would definitely probably have to sign it uh, because yeah. you can't be heroing um, against the law.
1: <laughs> I mean, the Inhumans on the moon, they're not technically on Earth. Do the Sokovia Accords' jurisdiction extend beyond our atmosphere? I don't think so, right? I don't think Come so. Up.
0: I think it's only the United Nations um, countries, really, because, like, you can't really tell a, a country that's not a part of the United Nations what to do. You can if you colonize MMT. That's so- it's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trick. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the colonization hack. <laughs> you can be really cruel and imperialist,
1: and then you can just do whatever you want. We have these uh, theories coming out of Falcon Winter Soldier that Cap was on the moon. and At the time, we're like, is he on the moon with the Inhumans? And is he doing that so he doesn't have to sign the Sokovia Accords? That old man doesn't want to sign anything. <laughs>
0: People keep calling me, confusing me about trying to steal my bank information. I don't trust you. Peggy? <laughs> <laughs> Peggy?
1: He wakes up in little middle of the night. you, Peggy? Peggy! <laughs> oh, no. Kyle says, let's hope you guys get a full canon mention. Love watching you guys. Well, thank yes. you, Kyle. Yes! Fingers crossed. It's coming. Someday. Someday. All right, check out all of our awesome merch options. Grab this latest obsession shirt over at NeuroXersMerch.com. All right, MT, what's our first question from this episode?
0: Well question eric is who is the woman from kamala's visions and are kamala and cameron related so
1: um once we identify did this the actress by the way is nimrabusha and once we identify who her character is and what she is that's gonna be the same answer to what kamala is in the mcu and what her powers really are so the credits name this character as najma n-a-j-m-a and yes the woman in that backseat has the same exact appearance. It's the same actress as the woman from Kamala's visions, the woman who reaches out to her from that portal of light. The light is purple colored, suggesting it's the same realm that Kamala initially dropped backward into in episode one when her bangle first activated. The implication is that this woman is one of Kamala's ancestors. That's at least the implication. It's okay to interpret it that way. Uh, but so let's just first assume that Najma could actually be Aisha. That's Kamala's long lost great grandmother who we learned quite a bit about in this episode. Aisha was the family matriarch who went missing during the partition of India and Pakistan in the late 40s. The Illuminati spread rumors that Aisha was a snake, had a second family, that she killed a man. According to them, Aisha was the one who brought the curse upon the family, and that is why Maniba feels the shame, why she fled to the United States, wanted a new start, wants to keep Kamala grounded. Um, And on the day that this family separated during the partition, Aisha mysteriously disappeared. But it seems like she helps her toddler, Sana, a.k.a. Kamala's grandmother, her nani, reunite with her father by using a trail of stars. Now, trail of stars could mean a lot of things. Presumably, it was something like the lily pads of hard light that Kamala might have used to definitely used to get around. That could have been something that Aisha used. uh, The trail of stars could have been a literal starship. Belonging to Aisha's connections with the Inhumans or the Kree's or the Skrulls, um, hey, it could have been a series of star portals by America Chavez. My mind went to that initially—a trail of stars. Where did we just see that in the MCU? It's just—that'd be fun. I would love to see her appear in the show. I, I'd be surprised. Zochi Gomez is showing up at all these uh, premieres. I would just seriously. The <laughs> 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 Utopian parallels. I love time. that she or, keeps
0: showing up. It's amazing. She does.
1: She truly is in a multiverse. That that woman. Right. But anyway,
0: she's traveling.
1: It just sounds like the superstition spread around Aisha came from the fact that she was an outsider to that society. Either an extraterrestrial living and hiding on Earth, or an inhuman created by the Kree using the process of pterogenesis, and then that DNA passed down to Kamala. So if the woman in the backseat is actually Aisha, and if that is Cameron's mom, too, that would mean Cameron is Kamala's granduncle. Hopefully adopted in that scenario. Because why would he actively flirt <laughs> with her? That is creepy. He is totally laying his moves on her. It's not just like showing some platonic interest. He's flirting. He's putting his hand on hers. He's putting his number in, his, in her phone. He knows what he's doing. That's creepy. If she is Aisha, why has she not aged? Well, it might be because she's inhuman. Inhumans age slowly. Two to three times slower than a normal human. Uh, Kamala had a joke about looking younger than she actually is, like Scott Lang. That could be a tip that she has some inhuman DNA. Eternals also don't age. There was that reference to Najma liking Kingo's movies. Um, but also, after Carol Danvers got hit with cosmic radiation received some Kree transfusions, her aging was slowed down, so it could just be connected to, with that. And then, of course, we have super soldiers in the MCU, Cap and Bucky. They age more slowly. There's also, we should point out in the X-Men film continuity, certain mutants just randomly age more slowly. But really, that was in the later Simon Kinberg era of the franchise, where uh, the characters from X-Men uh, first class to age of, uh, or what's it called? Apocalypse, X-Men Apocalypse and the Dark Phoenix. It's like, well, I understand why um, Mystique doesn't age, but why is Hank McCoy still pretty young? Like, <laughs> they did not age those Colt. From the 60s to the 90s, he looks the same freaking age, and it doesn't make sense. Yes, he has, like, injections or whatever, but, like, all of these characters don't really age. Uh, James McAvoy, he just gets bald, but he still looks just as young as he does in the 60s. That's not a thing with mutants. They, They get older. It's just Wolverine doesn't age because he has regeneration powers they just really stretched a lot of the stuff. And I, I i don't know how many people try to explain this to me on Twitter. It does not make sense. It's a plot hole. Shut up. I think the possibility of Cameron actually being related, at least in this episode, is meant to be a jokey out. I think it's meant to call back their charade at the restaurant earlier. I think it's meant to freak her out. This is something that happens uh, with large extended families. I can tell you growing up in the South, I've been to quite a few family reunions. And thank God I had man or uncle say, hey, by the way, that's your cousin. And I'm like, oh, great oh, oh, great. Why I know that now. Oh boy. All right. Well, all right. Okay. 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 Great. Moving on. Moving Thank on. you. <laughs> Good information to have. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think next episode we're going to learn that this guy is either adopted or that maybe, maybe Najma could actually be a scroll partner to Aisha. Aisha actually being passed away. Uh, and that, you know, scrolls just continue to bear this resemblance and then she was a friend of them. And that's how scrolls could be connected to this story. Maybe we'll just learn that mum... Mum is just Cameron's affectionate term for this uh other woman in his community, someone who raised him, but it's not really a biological connection. It's just this is just how the society is uh, of refugees is connected. A society of inhumans or crees or scrolls, maybe mutants, maybe something connected to the eternals. Um, but ultimately this episode is confirmed that, uh, it confirms to us that Kamala's powers come from her DNA. They do not come from the bangle and that family bloodline is some kind of cosmic link, which is probably why Maniba used the word cosmic in episode one. I think she knows, I think she knows that it's something, I think she has a secret that she's not telling her daughter. Uh, so I'm just going to quickly rank my, uh, what I think is the likelihood of what category of enhanced person Kamala and her bloodline are. I think least likely of the ones I mentioned is Eternals, just because Aisha may have been aware of what the Eternals were, like she knew that something was going on with Kingo. I just doubt that Marvel would categorize Kamala that way. MCU Eternals are defined as synthetic alien custodians to doomed planets. they were one of ten designs from the Celestials. I don't think uh, Kamala and her family are one of them. Um, a possible category, I just think unlikely, would be mutant, just because they use the term enhanced. And in the MCU past, like Age of Ultron, enhanced was code for in, or code for mutant um, powers innate to a character's DNA inherited from the parents. Also, kind of code for mutant um, I think Marvel Studios might might use this opportunity to define mutants in the MCU. We are dying to hear that word. I just think Kamala's powers are described as cosmic, with language like trail of stars. And while some Marvel mutants come from space, like the Phoenix Force, to define Kamala as mutant would confuse pretty much every Marvel fan. Chief among them, Iman Velani. The way she's, <laughs> yes, Spikey. I don't think she would let this one.
0: <laughs> like a Montvelani would not let her be, her become a mutant. Like she'd be like, I am a human black bolt is my father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like do not do this to me, Kevin.
1: <laughs> yes. hundred percent possible, possible category. We could be looking at a group of scrolls, right? Because secret invasion is coming. I think some of the characters in the series are going to be revealed as scrolls or at least scroll connected. You know, we know Monica and Rambeau and Carol Danvers, um, uh, uh, Kamala's future co stars are connected with the scrolls or hanging out with the scrolls. Nick Fury is with the scrolls. Agent Cleary knows that. Um, the issue with scrolls is they do not innately have any kind of ability to project hard light unless they are a super scroll in some way. And I don't think they're going to introduce scrolls by starting with a super scroll. You know, I think that would just be kind of like a step too far. Uh, we'll get there though. Um, to me, the likeliest category is that we're looking at Cree Tech and Inhuman uh, Terra Genesis. So I know there is a stigma among many Marvel followers in the past decade with the word Inhuman, obviously with the drama with Marvel TV and Jeff Loeb snatching the title away from Kevin Feige to replace his phase three and movie. Remember how he announced that he was going to do an Inhumans movie with then Marvel TV right. snatch it away from him to make this failed ABC series? Also, a lot of Marvel Comics fans are kind of like still uh, limping back from how the 2010s tried to make Inhumans popular instead of the term mutants so that they could do them as film and TV IP instead of X-Men. And like the word fetch, it didn't happen. But uh, I think that putting Black Bolt in Multiverse of Madness was a huge sign that Kevin Feige is totally not afraid of restoring Inhumans to the MCU. Major sign. Everyone who knows anything about Kamala Khan from the comics, it was a huge popular comic series. It made the New York Times bestseller. It won all these awards. And I don't think this is like something from the distant past that they're like, oh, we'll just change what she is. I think they're going to try to stay faithful to those comics. And I think part of that is that she is an inhuman created by Kree Terrigenesis. And I don't think it's controversial to call her that in the MCU. And I think most signs of this series so far are pointing in that direction. DNA, alien tech. That is, I mean, that's Kree tech right there, my friends. I think, and I, we've talked about this before, that Kamala is still in the cocoon. We are watching the process of Terra Genesis episode by episode, and she's shedding that cocoon, and she's going to have a new final form, as the directors have told us in our interview with them.
0: Like, this is why, like, she said, uh, uh, what's it called? Aman Valani said that in a quote, like, I don't care if I had sausage fingers for a power. Like, I, all that matters is the journey, because we're definitely on our way to a Terra Genesis moment where she gets those um, stretchy powers, I feel. But, like, I don't want to say definitely. We're likely going there, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I I think ultimately it's going to be this or equally likely it's just going to be a new term. Like the MCU might avoid all of the baggage from all these different proper nouns and just create a new word for whatever Kamala and her ancestors are. Uh, I just think ultimately we'll either hear the word inhuman or we'll hear some other new word that will just be like, okay, but it's basically
0: inhuman. Yeah, you know, like either mutant, um, mutate, like, I don't know, one of those terms. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't think they'll say mutant. I'd be, I yeah, just yeah, don't be mutant, Sorry, if they said anything related to mutant, because of all these words, mutant probably has the biggest, has the most baggage, right? Like,
0: oh, yeah, for minds. sure. And like, it's very specific to the X gene, the, the whole mutant thing. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I wouldn't
1: be I wouldn't be bummed if they if they did that. Uh, i'm not gonna object yeah. right
0: because Wait, we would understand me. but like yeah. we, I, I do want to see them dive into the terra genesis route and like for kevin feige himself to use and to have to play with the inhumans because like before like you said uh, those were jeff Loeb's inhumans those were the marvel tv inhumans which is why like there was a a different type of quality no offense to jeff Loeb, very great great guy um, but, like, you know, it, Kevin Feige has a very specific vision. You can tell a Kevin Feige production versus anything else, like, a, or a Hulu production or whatever. So, like, yeah, this is Kevin Feige's chance of finally using the, the uh, Inhumans the way that he wants to, I feel.
1: I think we're seeing a uh, a, a cosplay um, Captain Marvel fan's version of Terra Genesis. I think, I think what right. we're going to learn, and this is at least what I hope is the case, is that Terra Genesis looks different for every individual. It looks different right. from what is in their inner heart's desires. And that cocoon takes mm. a different form. But ultimately, it is a, uh, a shell that the character sheds off as they have mm. a growing process over a six episode mm. series or something like that. You know, like that's, yeah. that's a more fun way to do it. In the same way that the X gene manifests in a different way for every person, and the power set is different for every person. I think Terra Genesis is just a manufactured version of that. It comes from right. pre tech. To where they they did genetic experiments on on humans and other individuals to do this. I think that's ultimately what we're looking at. And I think uh, I think the fact that like who is Najma ultimately, I think it is going to be her uh, her great grandmother. At least I hope that's the case. And she's just an inhuman who hasn't aged that much. Mm. Uh, I hope Cameron is adopted. I hope that's the case. <laughs> I really hope so. Uh,
0: that is uh, that is my hope. I I honestly, I think that um, Cameron and his uh, mom are using Kamala and like playing her for the bangle. I I think that like Cameron doesn't care about Kamala at all. He's just like, I'm going to say whatever I need to say to get that bangle because uh, grandma sent it to the wrong sister. (laughs) And uh, we need that bangle for stuff. Oh, who do you think the right sister is? Um, well, I think she wanted to give it to Kamala. I think like she, the reason she sent it was for Kamala to get it because her mother didn't want nothing to do with the bangle. She was like, you know what? I know this was supposed to be mine, but like, I don't want it. So the grandma was like, all right, screw you. All right, child, you want this it? for you? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so you think that, uh, all right, so the moral alignment, in your opinion, of, mm-hmm. uh, of Najma and Kamran is something like, a uh, lawful evil or chaotic evil or something. There, like I think
0: they're doing some sketchy shit because Cameron in the comics was like he flirted with Kamala to specifically trick Kamala into doing something for his gain or for for his gain in the end. So like I think that what this is what's going on here. Cameron, even though in the MCU he might be sort of good, but at the end of the day he's listening to his mom's orders to manipulate Kamala for the Bengals. Um, so I don't know my <laughs>
1: thinking is that right now we're meant to distrust them right because they've been lying right. and they've been using her I think you're right I think the reason for their clandestine activities is to bypass Muniba and I don't think Muniba is like a villain in any way but I think she is holding Kamala back out of fear out of out of shame out of guilt for the way she grew up and just like a misinterpretation misinterpretation of who her grandmother was Um, in a fear that she's going to lose Kamala. So I think that's her worry. um, And that's going to... I I always prefer antagonists that are something like that. You know, they're they're sympathetic and you completely get that. I think she's just an obstacle. Ultimately, I think the most villainous character of the series is going to be and already is Deaver, right? I think Mm. uh, the DODC is going to be revealed as some kind of villain. uh, And I think uh, that kind of government enforcement... Uh, now, we have seen in trailers there are other characters who Kamala is fighting. I think we're going to learn about them soon. Right. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm still, you know, I'm not going to, I guess I should speculate on who they are. I mean, uh, I think the Kree, right? I think we're going to learn yeah. that, like, they're, whoever created these inhumans on Earth, uh, the Kree sleeper cell. Uh, I think created right. these genetic experiments and kind of like super soldiers who were created by nefarious government entities. I think these right. things, humans are like, we were caught in the middle of this shadow war between Kree and scrolls. We didn't want to do that. So now we've had to go rogue and we just try to help people. But by helping people, it kind of made us outcasts in our community. Uh, but you now have this, this DNA, this bloodline that has uh, a power that gets unlocked by cosmic tech. That comes from right. that we stolen from the Cree.
0: But like, no, what, what do you think about the the possibility? Because like, we learned at the end of Captain Marvel that Ronan was going to come back for the weapon, meaning Carol. So like, what if Ronan came back and started was like, "All right, Carol's not here. I don't know where Carol went. Let's just mess around with these humans to like make super people." And uh, maybe I mean, obviously, like the it would be like Ronan came in the '90s, so like. He can't make the bangle because the bangle has been around for generations but what if the splinter cell is ronin's splinter cell and like they've just been doing weird shit like since the 90s i think that'd be fun <laughs> yeah we uh we need we've met a lot of the scroll leadership right we need
1: to know the kree leadership we know uh, yon Rog. we know the supreme intelligence we know ronin ronin was a, a disavowed militant from the kree society during uh, uh guardians of the galaxy so yeah, it could be him. Is he going to be leading? Is he going to be the tip of the spear in the Shadow War with the Scroll? I I think it's more likely they're going to introduce another character, uh, uh, like someone else within the rankings who's like the the commander, the five star general of the Kree military. I would love
0: to see Yon Rog if he was really behind this too. Yeah, because we'll he's a lot of pissed.
1: Yeah, so uh, I think we're going to meet the sl- the Kree sleeper cells at some point. Uh, but I don't yes. know if it's going to be like one side versus the other side. I think there's just going to be uh, like in any shadow war, a lot of covert actors who are uh, taking matters in their own hands. It's going to be messy in Sloptown,
0: and that's how it <laughs> major messy.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's thank some friends who helped us make this episode, starting with our friends at Helix want to thank Helix for sponsoring this episode of Inside Marvel? I sleep on a Helix mattress and it's just what I need after a night of staying up to watch Miss Marvel. Helix sleep is a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and your sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. Everybody's unique and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. Mattress is great for Uh, spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains even a helix plus mattress for plus size sleepers helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by gq and wired magazine helix has been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving sleep Just go to helixsleep.com slash InsideMarvel, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash InsideMarvel. We also want to thank Geology for sponsoring this episode. Heroes have superpowers, but that does not mean they don't need a skincare routine. Staying up late to fight crime could leave bags and circles under your eyes. But superheroes are not alone. 50% of guys suffer from under-eye issues like dark under-eye circles, puffiness, tired eyes, fine lines, and wrinkles. That's where Geology comes in. Geology is a nine-time award-winning men's skincare company recognized in Men's Health, Esquire, and Ask Men Grooming Awards. With over 5,000 five-star reviews, it's clear that people love this product. Their skincare is built around just a handful of powerful, proven ingredients that have been trusted by dermatologists for decades. Ingredients like retinol, niacinamide, and kojic acid. Geology is one of the only men's skincare companies to have retinol as an active ingredient in their products. You click the link provided, you take 30 30-second diagnostic quiz, and with a few clicks, tell them about your skin and goals. And their team of dermatologists will design a regimen just for you that is shipped direct to your door. Head to geology.com and take their free skincare quiz to save up to 50% off your 30 days trial or just click the link below. That's G-E-O-L-O-G-I-E.com or click the link below to save 50% off your 30 day trial. Uh, we also want to thank Manscaped for sponsoring this episode. There's a certain confidence that comes with being properly groomed. There's an aura, a vibe. You can just tell by the way they carry themselves. We call this B-G-E big groomed energy Uh, and there's just (laughs) only one way to get that bge and it's manscaped they just rolled out their best hygiene bundle yet it's called the platinum package 4.0 manscaped is the leader in below the waist grooming now trust them with the rest join the four million men worldwide who trust manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code marvel manscaped's brand new platinum package 4.0 is the biggest bundle they've ever offered giving you a bulk discount on Manscaped's top products. Inside this platinum package, you'll find their Lawn Mower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker, Ear, Nose, and Hair Trimmer, Ultra Premium Body Wash, Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo plus Conditioner, Ultra Premium Deodorant, Crop Reserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Spray Toner Anti-Chafing Boxers, The Shed Travel Bag to Hold Your Goods While Traveling, and you can now completely upgrade your shower routine with the Ultra Premium Body Wash and Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo Plus Conditioner. You'll have your skin and hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code MARVEL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code MARVEL. Unlock your big groomed energy with Manscaped. To remember, when you trim the hedges, the tree stands taller. MT, back to this episode of Inside Marvel. I want to ask for the DODC. Mm. I speculated that right. they're going to be the ultimate villain of this series and that Agent Cleary will mm. have a come-to-Jesus moment. Might He might reveal himself as a Skrull and say, you know what, I was doing <laughs> this as a cover, but these guys are effed up. I want to ask, it seems like they might return in She-Hulk and Secret Invasion. What do
0: you think? I definitely feel like the DODC is like the the new like secret, sketchy organization of the MCU. So yeah, I definitely feel like they're going to appear in She-Hulk for sure, because we know that She-Hulk going to deal with this uh prison that deals with these super powered villains that they keep um locked up tight so uh damage control definitely has to have some type of relationship with them in my opinion so like we'll see them there i feel and also secret invasion deals with uh alien threats and um that's what the damage control sort of deals with like the the aftermath of the uh jatari invasion all of that so like that's definitely in damage controls um uh, purview but i also feel like we're going to see them in armor wars for sure in my opinion because like uh, they're they have that whole vault i can't stop thinking about the vault especially after this episode where we see them using mysterio's drones after they they confiscated the glasses in no way home so like they're i they're definitely using all this technology that they're they're taking to their own uh, advantage and i'm wondering if they're using that ultron tech because we saw ultron head in, in homecoming um, I wonder if Ultron is being utilized by the DODC as well, which would be a bad idea. Don't do that because uh, woof.
1: Yeah, I think the DODC is uh, the one running that prison facility with Abomination in it. I think they're just going to be like considered the Earthbound uh, government agency that's in charge of all this stuff, and then Sword will be the uh, atmospheric slash cosmic slash spacebound version of it. Um, but like. I mean, my theory is that the DODC is like a front organization for all the scrolls on Earth. Like their job is to do witness protection for all the scrolls. There's got to be some scrolls for the DODC
0: for sure. Yeah.
1: In fact, maybe all of them are scrolls. Maybe all of them are. Yes. Maybe that that, that woman from uh, Judging Amy, who was in Homecoming, she might be a scroll. <laughs> uh, that guy, they brought back the actor in Homecoming, got punched in the face. He was standing right behind Cleary in No Way Home. That guy's scroll. Oh, they're all scrolls. Yes. All the DODC. They're exactly. All scrolls. They're all scrolls. <laughs> Damage control. <laughs> damage can scroll. Really? <laughs> damage can scroll. <laughs> yes. Damage control. Department of Damage can scroll. If you just look real closely at it and stand at the side, that control is actually T R O L. No, that's S K R U L L O. I'm telling you. Mm. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's confirmed. <laughs> it is confirmed. We are going to defy Encanto right now and talk about Bruno. No, 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 no. What is Bruno's future? Is he going to Caltech? Or will he want to stay close at home and go to MIT where he could meet mm. Ironheart and he could meet Ned and MJ and he could uh, meet mm. everybody. Uh, he could be part of the MCU in future. Cause this
0: guy is brilliant. He's a great engineer. Is he going to be working Super for Stark Industries? Dude. He's going
1: to meet Amadeus Cho.
0: What's going to happen to Bruno? Like I would love to see him go to MIT and like meet up with uh, MJ and uh, Ned. Cause that'd be really fun to see like the crossing overs. Um, but I think that Bruno he just likes Kamala too much, and so he'll probably end up going to wherever Kamala ends up going, which is kind of—I know it's—it's it's kind of whack. Cause like he's a super smart dude, and he should definitely go to Caltech because like why not? Like that's a good for your future. But like you know, we know that Bruno is like a, a mainstay in the uh, Miss Marvel comics, so like wherever. Ms. Marvel ends up going, he's probably gonna go as well. But I feel like MIT would be so great. I would love to see Miss Marvel and him in Boston. They tease Boston in No Way Home. Come on over to Boston. We have so much crime going on un- unanswered. Please come.
1: <laughs> no sleep till Boston. I think exactly. the uh I think he's gonna end up working for Sword. I think he's gonna be like Ooh, the chief yeah, head of technology or head of the science division of Sword. I think that's the best place for him, working right underneath yeah. Abigail brand. You know that's that's right. where he belongs. Or maybe Bruno's a scroll
0: <laughs> too. We don't know. We don't know. Like, I, well, we see them. He has this tech that can um, analyze the the energies within Kamala. It'd be really cool if like he sort of picked up uh, Marvel's work, sort of at, at Shield or whoever picks up Marvel's work. Maybe, and at Sword, I think that the Sword is perfect because like they have goose and like all of that. So like yeah, I feel like yeah, Sword is such a, such a good idea. I didn't even consider that. MC, I have to ask you, why does Bruno have
1: that app on his tablet? Like, he, <laughs> did he whip that up in the past 24 hours? I don't think so. I think he had it. Like, if you know if Kamala got to look at that tablet, she's like, why is there a column for when my menstrual cycle is? And Bruno's just like,
0: for science. For science. <laughs> my God, yeah. Bruno. <laughs> why does he have Bruno's that? Bruno's kind of a creep. Uh, Bruno, has, <laughs> yeah, he, like, I, I don't feel like Bruno's know if he's park, a like creep. has access to the dark web or something. I guess he's doing <laughs> some sketchy shit. Bruno, this has like all of my
1: locations for the past two weeks,
0: It it knows when I woke up. <laughs> why is there a camera feed in my bathroom, Bruno? Bruno, why does this floppy disk say uh, "Project Insight," Bruno? <laughs>
1: Bruno, why does this have a list out of every outfit I've worn for the past month, Bruno?
0: <laughs> Bruno. Why are you keeping a log of, like, every, all of my smells, Bruno? Every time you smell me, it's like, mm, she wore a uh, lilac perfume today. Hmm. Bruno's a stalker, which is why uh, Kamala wants nothing to do with him. I understand, Kamala. It's all good. Just be, keep, everyone, <laughs> we need to keep an eye on Bruno. I'm just saying. Yes. We need but to Bruno talk about list. Bruno. No, no.
1: <laughs> we, just keep an eye on that one. Maybe getting over to the
0: West Coast is the best thing for Bruno. Get him far away. Yes. Like if anyone is going to uh revive Ultron, it's going to be Bruno. I'm telling you. We're just kidding around, Bruno. We love <laughs> you, yes. Bruno. We would never It's okay, Bruno. We love you. It's, it's going to be fine. You're going to get no, Kamali we... in the end, I hope. Get that smooch. It was just we need to make sure <laughs> that the the projects
1: he's working on are just some wholesome nice uh society contributing uh technology
0: cuz you know with the wrong motivation I want I want Bruno to to make Big Wheel though the, the Spider-Man villain Big the Wheel Spider-Man I want him villain. to design the Big Wheel <laughs> I want him to be Big Wheel I don't Oh know my what god I'm anyway <laughs> we
1: got to get out of here at mt we're being yes. too hard on this character uh but that's it for this episode of Inside Marvel again the breakdown's coming out later today Stay tuned. We get some fun Easter eggs. Stay tuned. Little sneaky eggs. Little sneaky, stinky eggs hiding everywhere. Mm, This is from (laughs) last Easter. Why does it smell so bad in the bathroom? (laughs) It's an (laughs) egg that we forgot to get. It's there!
0: I found it! Kamala left it in the bathroom (laughs) last year. That's right, and
1: uh, Bruno knew all about it. Bruno didn't say anything. That was on his Mm -hmm. tablet. He didn't say shit. Uh, Don't forget (laughs) to check out our great merch options at NewRockstarsMerch.com. Follow me at Voss. Follow MT at Mastertainment. Subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next week. Yes,
0: thank you. Bye!